Well, hello, 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 and happy Monday to you. This is Lois Kofi, super excited here to be recording live here in my home studio. As of today, it is April 20th, 2020. It is the height of what we know to be called the COVID-19 pandemic, and I'm just stating that just because it, it's kind of the re- real reason that I was finally inspired to kick off this podcast called Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. And this is my first official podcast. I already gave you guys the first episode, which was just really kind of a preview, pre-launch. Today's the first day of the rest of your life and my life. And I always love that quote. Uh, it's like the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And I I use that a lot when I coached runners training for marathons. I use that a lot over the last 20 plus years of my life. I've been a health and fitness coach. I helped people buy and invest in real estate. I've, I've coached people to build multiple streams of income. I learned a lot about health and finances, hence the name healthy and wealthy and wise. And this week, later this week, I'm going to have the opportunity to interview and do a video version of my podcast and talking to someone who's really, really passionate and has a huge health transformation story. So I'll tee up more of that uh, later. Uh, But ultimately, today I wanted to kind of set the stage for you in my first week in the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise and, and really talk about how important our daily choices are a part of my logo for Lois Kofi Enterprises sums it up, what I've learned uh, for the last 20 years, and actually what I learned a lot during the three to five years that the last recession, the 2008 recession for me actually started back in 2006, because I was living in Phoenix, Arizona at the time. I had three real estate-related companies. I had multiple streams of income. However, they were all related to that industry that, as you know, almost everybody around the world felt it, which not ironically is very deja vu-ish for what we're going through now. And and my, my quote in my logo is, daily choices define you. And after coaching people, uh, literally thousands of people, I've, co- I've lost count, um, I've come to the conclusion that it is our daily choices in life and the compound effect of those choices that either lift us up and get us closer to our dreams and goals and that ultimate health and ultimate financial fitness that most of us in at least in America are desire and I think quite honestly every living breathing human being deserves to have and those choices can either lift us up and bring us closer to that ultimate amazing vibrant fulfilling life or it can bring us away and right now many of you are home right and like myself I've worked from home for over 10 years now so this is nothing new to me but now I have my kids home we're having to cook and and feed them Uh, my husband is home although he also works from home as well but we're all home together and while that can save us money I've only filled my gas tank up (laughs) maybe once in the last 30 days, we're not eating out as much. There's not as many happy hours. There's not, you know, maybe you go to Starbucks every day, which can cost you a pretty penny. But what what have you noticed? I want you to take a moment to stop and reflect. What have you noticed about your habits? And how have they changed? 
Are you noticing, are you craving any of foods? Are you turning to any sugar, any alcohol, any, any particular snack items, salt? How, how have your daily habits impacted you during, you know, even just these few weeks? And maybe you haven't been at home, but maybe your loved ones have, or maybe you know someone who is, you know, sleeping more, sleeping less, all of that compound effect, it, it impacts you. And, and I'll tell you a little story um, about how the last recession really woke, give me that slap a car off the face and the butt, to be honest, and really woke me up to my daily habits were actually destroying my health, which impacted my finances. Because let's be honest, if you don't have amazing health or even semi-amazing health, you can't play a game, the game of life at a very high level. And I know for me, um, I was addicted to Starbucks in my early 20s and I was probably a two or three or a cup a day person by the time, you know, 2005, 2006, 2007 came around. I had no idea how many grams of sugar and how many, you know, uh, milligrams of caffeine I was consuming. All I know is every time I drank that big chai tea latte at Starbucks, I was throwing down a lot of calories, a lot of sugar, a lot of caffeine, and of course, I'd be like running to the bathroom. I won't paint you any pictures there, but it was not necessarily a good experience. So I I couldn't check myself into a Coffee Holics or Sugar Holics Anonymous program, but if I could have, I would have because it took me you know, five years to kick those two habits alone. And I had no idea that those were the habits. It, it took a rude awakening and an appointment with a naturopathic doctor. Um, I was telling her I was exhausted, that my face was puffy, my digestion was awful. I didn't know if I had food allergies. I felt like I was dying. And it just turned out that, you know, the sugar had ate away my stomach, destroyed my gut health. The caffeine had spiked my cortisol so many times because I was drinking it multiple times a day, every day for over a decade by that point. I think it was, well, it was probably about eight years. It doesn't matter because <laughs> I, I had to really take an honest look about those addictions. For me, coffee and sugar, uh, along with fitness, anything adrenaline uh, pulsating was, was my thing. And so... Ultimately, uh, both addictions are more addictive and socially acceptable, quite honestly, than drugs or alcohol. Like they say, sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine. And I'm not even joking. Like it was so hard for me to give up. I had a five, actually almost a six year journey of giving up all of those things. I started out year one, I'd have two to three chai tea lattes a day. Yikes. Year two, I switched to black coffee with lots of cream and lots of sugar, or let's face it, I had some, some we'll call it cream and sugar with a little bit of coffee. Uh, year three, I went down to black coffee with a little cream and less sugar. Year four, black coffee with almond milk. And then of course, by year five, finally, finally, I figured out how to drink coffee, just plain 
black. And I never really understood, you know, other than the adrenaline and the sugar addiction and like my brain was just like, feed me more, just like a kid, right? At Halloween, <laughs> they don't want to stop. I don't really understand why I drank coffee because by the time year six came along, I quit. Kind of cold turkey, but really that six year journey of slowly cutting back. I got to tell you guys, no more sugar, no more coffee, barely drank any alcohol at that time. And I was loaded with money and health. <laughs> I wasn't spending the $30 a day anymore or, you know, even when I got down to black coffee, I was still spending a lot of money at coffee meetings and going out. And it reminded me so much of a story of what I read in the book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And it's another sign of what our daily choices will create for us. There was three friends, as the story goes, three buddies who all grew up together. They lived in the same neighborhood with very similar sensibilities. Um, they each made about 50 grand a year. They were all married and had average health and body weight. And of course, you know, just a little bit of that dreaded marriage flab. But friend one, we're gonna call him Larry, just for the sake of a name to remember. He was just going through life, plodding along as he's always done. He's happy, or so he thinks, but he does complain occasionally that nothing ever changes. Then we have friend number two, Scott, who starts making some small, seemingly inconsequential positive changes. He begins reading 10 pages of a good book per day and listening to 30 minutes of something instructional or motivational on his commute to work. Scott wants to see changes in his life, but doesn't want to make a huge deal over it, right? Like someone all of a sudden going over keto or becoming vegan. I'm not putting those things down, but he didn't want to make a big shift because he didn't have the energy or the drive for that. He had just read an interview with Dr. Oz in Success Magazine and just chose one idea from the article, just one, to implement in his life. So he decided to cut 125 calories from his diet every day. No big deal, not a total 180 maybe a cup of cereal less, trading that can of soda for a bottle of seltzer, switching from mayo to mustard, you know, totally doable. And he also started walking a couple thousand extra steps per day, which is less than a mile. No grand acts of bravery, effort, or really even sacrifice. Pretty much anyone could do that. And that was actually a lot of how I coached people in lifestyle and health and fitness back in the day. So Scott determined to stick with those choices, knowing that even though they're simple and they're small, he could easily be tempted to abandon them. Friend number three, Brad. He makes a few poor choices. He recently bought a new big screen TV so he can watch more of his favorite programs. He's been trying out the recipes he's seen on the Food Channel. The cheesy casseroles and desserts are his favorite, of course. Oh, and he installed a bar in his family room and added one alcoholic drink per week, just per week, to his diet. Nothing crazy. He just wanted to have a little bit more fun. Now, I want you to kind of think about these people and think if you know anybody, especially during this pandemic time, how their habits may be evolving. Let's see where these guys fast forward at the end of five months. There's no perceivable differences between either Larry Scott or Brad. Scott continues to read a little bit every night and listen to audios during his commute. Brad is enjoying life and doing less. Larry keeps doing the same thing he's always been doing. No changes either way. So even though each man has his own pattern of behavior, five months isn't long enough though to see any real change or improvement either way. So 
In fact, if you charted the three men's weights, you'd see a big zero of evolution. They all pretty much were still the same. However, keep going. At the end of 10 months, we still can't see noticeable changes, but it's not until we get to the end of 18 months that the slightest differences are measurable in these three friends' appearances. However, about month 25, we start seeing really measurable visible differences. And it's actually month 27, we see an expansive dif difference visibly. And by month 31, the change is startling. Brad is now fat, while Scott is trim. By simply cutting 125 calories a day in 31 months, Scott has lost 33 pounds. 33 pounds, so think about this. 31 months equals 940 days. 940 days times 125 calories a day equals a total of 117,500 calories. Divide that by 3,500 calories, which is a pound. That's 33.5 pounds. So Brad ate only 125 calories more a day in that same time frame, and guess what? He gained 33.5 pounds. Now he weighs more. 67 pounds more than Scott. But guess what? Those daily little habits did more than just change their weight. Scott had invested almost 1,000 hours reading good books and listening to self-improvement audios by putting his newly gained knowledge into practice. He also earned a promotion and a raise as a result of all that positivity. And guess what? No shocker here, his marriage is thriving. Brad, he's unhappy at work, and his marriage is on the rocks, and of course, he gained all that weight, so life life is not as fun. And Larry, Larry is pretty much exactly where he was two and a half years ago, except now he's a little bit more bitter about it. So, moral of the story, the phenomenal power of the compound effect is that simple. The difference between people who focus on the compound effect, which right now could be a huge opportunity for you. If you haven't read the book, I encourage you to get it. Because all of these choices that you're making, guys, right now will impact your future. By me giving up coffee, sugar, Starbucks, not only did I save a boatload of money, which we're going to talk about next week, the compound effect of that, I also cleared up my skin, I got rid of my leaky gut and candida. I started pooping like a rock star. Okay, I said the word poop. I'm a mom. I grew up on a farm. <laughs> I'm an athlete. I am a huge fan. I never knew that healing my gut was so important to my depression, my anxiety, my energy, my neurotransmitters, because we're going to talk about those this Friday with my interview. The neurotransmitters are ultimately the way that we have our happy hormones, our serotonin, our dopamine, our norepinephrine, all those things that not only help us think positively, but also help us sleep better, poop better, move better, and ultimately, I got my life back, guys. I got my life back when I was able to clear up my gut and you know, there's so much I learned, you know, how important is your nutrition during this pandemic? It's, it's critical. It is critical. You saw that the timeline of the story that I gave you essentially, 
you know, it, it, the, the biggest transformation was over 31 month period. However, it all started with a choice. It all, it all started with a decision making process in different, and in, in really just three different people, but in the same exact neighborhood. So who can you inspire? Who can, who can maybe even be your accountability partner? Who could get you out in the morning to go for that extra walk, that mile or two? Who can hold you accountable to making better choices? Remember, Rome wasn't built in a day, and I truly believe no one succeeds alone. Find a way today. Maybe it's picking up meditation. Maybe it's just slowing down because you're forced to because of what's going on. And just find a way to have, you know, a perspective that can help you transform this experience. So just like those three gentlemen started out, you know, what is one thing you can do in the next 15 to 30 days to improve your health? You know, my journey... While it took me five years, it all started with a decision to clean up my gut health, to not be addicted to caffeine, to not be addicted to sugar, but it started with a choice for better life, better healing, better health. And I I, I have to tell you, it, it took me to hit rock bottom with my health. Severe depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts is not something I ever want for anyone to experience. And if, if you have any of that, Um, I want to encourage you to reach out to me or to someone you know, like, and trust because everybody has depression at some point in time or the blues, if we're honest. You know, it's a stigma. Nobody really wants to talk about mental health. I was talking to a gentleman the other day who we were just networking, right? We were just having a conversation. We didn't really know each other very well. But once I opened up and shared my story and I've lost people to suicide, I've, I've had... Um, you know, schizophrenia and the family and the fear of, oh my gosh, will that happen to me and blah, 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 blah. And here's the thing, guys. No dis-ease runs in the family. It's the root cause of all of those things, including diabetes, including addiction, and including anything like high blood pressure. A lot of that comes from just passed on traits of shame, trauma, guilt, and, and not recovering from grief or loss, not having maybe the right tools in your tool belt. But here's the good news. It's never too late. It's never too late. Never too late. You can always begin with a clean slate on a new day, and I encourage you to reach out to someone. Um, I've known a lot of people to get off medications naturally. I've known a lot of people to find phenomenal therapists. I've, I've used it all. <laughs> Probiotics, psychotherapy, acupuncture, um, supplements, uh, Chinese medicine, uh, Reiki. I mean, I'm going to bring all of that to you guys through this journey that we're on together and healthy and wealthy and wise. So I just, just want to leave you with that inspiration and that hope and encourage what is one thing you can do today in the next week, in the next 30 days that you can commit to just one thing that you will come out of this pandemic, healthy, wealthy, and wise. Again, this is Lois Kofi reporting to you live from my home studio in Southern California. If there's anything I can do
to help serve you and support you in that health and wealth and wisdom journey, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Have an amazing, awesome day.